welcome to Unashamed Smut Lovers Podcast, where we just want to talk about smut. I'm Courtney. And I'm Kelsey. And we are doing another read-along. I'm so fucking excited for this one. I know. You've been talking about it since the first book came out. Uh, I'm excited because I love the author, but I feel like the title of the book is going to be very apt. So the title is This Will Hurt, and it is a duet. And I can definitely feel just from the blurbs I read that this will hurt. And it's by Kara D. Yes. Which so, we love Kara D. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody who's listened to the podcast on any sort of occasion, I believe we bring up Kara D a lot. So, yeah, she's one of our favorites for sure. Yes. So I, I am excited to dive in and. It looks like from the blurb, this is a angsty, awakening, friends to lovers, single dad, slow burn. And so it... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, this is one of my favorite um, types of books. Like the slow burn, best friends to lovers, gay awakening. Like I... I'm here for it, especially if you add in some angst because it hurts more when they were friends first, you know, when something fucks it up. And we all know, hurt me. I need a t-shirt. lines for the podcast. (laughs) Somebody made me a (laughs) t-shirt. Right. Hurt me authors emotionally. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really excited. Seems like one of the main male characters is s- straight or believes he's straight. And the other one is bisexual um, and has a girlfriend. Yes. Or but fiance. They're very codependent, it looks like. So ever since they met, they became, like, extremely codependent. And they... Uh, the straight one, which I, I, I don't see his name in this blurb. It's in the other one, but I forgot it. So the main male, one of the main male characters in this one, uh, he essentially like he becomes a documentary filmmaker, and he meets Ro, which is the other main male character, and they just they become attached, not in a sexual way or anything like that, but. It looks like they become really codependent, and then it, the blurb ends with saying that he decided to commit. Bro decided to commit to his fucking girlfriend. So, okay, so I don't know if you've looked yet. There are mm-hmm. only four chapters. Oh shit! Oh, this might be quick so, then. Oh, it's Jake, the other female character. No, they're just long chapters. So chapter four oh. starts at forty-five percent. So, chapter so four I say does? that. Yeah, it's the last chapter, but it takes up the last half of the book. Along with the epilogue. Okay. Oh, and this looks like it goes through years because it's saying 2013 is oh. chapter four. If I wore panties, they would so, be wet right now. Yeah, I'm this book so is 200 excited. something pages. This is literally all the way up my jam. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so, so excited. <laughs> oh my God. So for those of you. <laughs> For those of you who are reading along with us, go ahead and go to chapter four and come back. Pause here. Okay, we're back. 
I love this book so far. Yeah, it's right up my alley, too. This is... If I could... Okay, well, I could. But if I could design a book that I wanted to read and not necessarily write... I was going to say if I could design a book. Um, it'd be like this. Like, over the span of years with potentially a gay awakening. Maybe some repressed trauma. I'm hoping that there's some angst between the friends found family like definitely I, I love it all um yes and the repressed trauma so I at first thought it was gonna be like the dad uh or something because he keeps having these memories of like his mom saying you know we don't don't say anything and you know gay, Keep gay quiet. people go to hell and stuff but it was the grandpa so it was like well, her she dad. Didn't even she wasn't even like necessarily um outspoken about her homophobia like somewhat but what really traumatized him was that he found well we know now he found a picture of his grandpa kissing another man and she had something she had a knife and something sharp two things he can't remember what the something sharp was yet and was holding it up to his face telling him like we keep quiet like that's wrong. You didn't see anything. Like, basically, like, forget about it and keep your mouth shut. And it's caused, like, repressed trauma in him to the point that he has been uncomfortable around gay people his whole life. Yes. And so uh, he also has a son. And he's real. Um, I, I don't know. Sorry. Ro, the second main male character uh, who hasn't had a POV, I think this book is all going to be the um first guy's pov and then the second book is all going to be rose pov but rose is related to greer who is one of the main characters in the game series and oh my god that is one of my favorite family dynamic books i mean they're all my favorite every time i read a new one it's my favorite but that one is so good it's such an adorable and I'm just so excited that they're tied together. I should have known from the last name, but it didn't catch until I they started talking about Greer. So apparently there's a lot of crossovers, not just between the game series, but also her other series. Um, I know you've read a little bit more. The Kamatsia Cove series? Yeah. I'm not, but I'm sure we're going to get somewhere. I'm sure there's yeah. going to be more. But um, from what I understand, because I'm in her book group, is that there's a lot of crossovers in these books. Yeah. So we left off with Ro is going on a date and he's like, oh, she just, she's, she's younger, just out of college, but he's 25. So I mean, it's not like a big age gap or anything, but I have a feeling that this date is going to be where he meets his wife. And, um, well, it doesn't necessarily say that he gets married, but the first blurb hinted at it. It started to say fiance cut it off and said, girlfriend yeah um okay so i have a feeling that this is going to be the girl that he ends up dating seriously and it looks like everybody around uh God, i can't remember his name jake everyone around jake is kind of like hinting at the fact that he has these feelings or at least it looks like he has feelings for Ro. but he just doesn't get it i think that he's starting to get his like bisexual awakening right at the wrong time yeah, well, I don't necessarily think he's 
totally in a bisexual awakening. I think um, he's a little uh, curious about why people think him and Roe are more than just friends. And I think that he's starting to uncover those memories from when he was a child. And that's going to, that I think when he uncovers everything, that's when things are going to spark. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just so excited to go because I want to know exactly what happened with the repressed memory thing. I mean, we have the gist of it, but I want to know like, exactly what happened and also i just want to get get somewhere i'm excited this is a really really good foundation for the slow burn especially because every one of the chapters is like a, a different year i think it's like i think it's just going like you know one by one but it's so we're, freaking good yeah we're in 2013 right now and then also where we left off is jake just found rose dildo oh yeah yeah. And then the chapter ended and I was like, the fuck? I have to wait to record now. I know. Um, <laughs> so that's where we ended off, which I think that is going to spark more curiosity in him necessarily than Haley saying something to him. Or was it Nikki? Uh, it was Nikki and I think Haley has said something too. They've both, two people have come to him about it. I think it was Nikki was the most recent, though, as they were, like, moving into their their house. Oh, yeah. She had said, like, I just wasn't the right one for you. Like, you were bored with me, and I see the way you look at him. Yeah. Which, their codependence is some of the cutest shit. Like, even if it, this weren't, like, a gay awakening book, this is the most adorable found family book. Like, the baby mama is a best friend, and... The, you know they have the sister and the cousins and the, it's just like it's so cute watching them find their family yeah we love a found family moment i love those kind of books all right i'm ready to dive back in if you are i am all right I so for those, <laughs> for those of you reading along with us go to the end of the book and come back pause here but the end of oh. the first book yes. we're coming back in between books <laughs> yes Okay, okay, we're back. Oh my god. Lots of things happening. So much. They hooked up. They went to Vegas for Jake's 30th birthday. And they end up, Jake is like really drunk and is like super touchy-feely on Roe. And they end up kind of hooking up. Not like sex, but I mean kind of like. Basically. Yeah. And then, but earlier that day, they had found out that uh, Sandra, which is the girlfriend that Roe was trying to break up with, um, she was pregnant and she was going to like get an abortion if he didn't follow through with some sort of commitment. And so he uh, agreed to marry her. And then they did get married and Jake kind of had a breakdown decided to get into therapy and went to go visit his parents. Um, and that's when Rose's son was born. Yeah. He realized like at the wedding, well, a little bit before, but like at the wedding, basically that he was in love with Roe and he was just, he was like, I'm going to step aside, you know, and 
uh, let them get married and everything. So, um, which it was so like sad that that wedding scene or whatever with all the flashbacks of like their. You know, I know. Oh, I, it hurt. It hurt in the best way. I guess like that was the type of angst I was expecting in this book. I I love it so much. I cannot wait. I I feel like it's going to be really hard to stop in book two. I know. Um, it's another one of those that only has a few chapters. So I already looked and chapter three is our stopping point for book oh. two. So reading the blurb, because I finally read the blurb. <laughs> um, <laughs> it sounds like Roe finds Jake's notebook from therapy and it's going to blow up his whole worldview. Um, oh, no. I'm excited for that. I'm excited, too. Yeah, I'm interested to see how it's going to play out. Sandra, I don't like her. I don't either. So there was this one thing scene. Um, they were doing a, a talk show or whatever together. And uh, Sandra comes and she's like, oh, well, the problem is that you're – his family that you're his family sorry uh yeah she's like the problem is that you're his family and basically was like trying to get him to step aside and there were other comments too like how um especially surrounding the show that they did how she didn't want you know them to she was jealous because Roe knew more about Jake than he knew about her even though they had only been dating for like I, I think a couple of months at this point and, and she had said like um, Rose still calls your place home. And Jake was like, "Well, it's probably habit." And she's like, "Yeah, but I need him to prioritize um, me." And I think she got pregnant on purpose. I'm just gonna call it. I think that she did. Like, I think she knew that he wasn't into it, and I think she got knocked up on purpose. Maybe we'll see. She seems um, like the type. Nobody and likes her in the family. Not the girls don't like her. Nikki and Haley, uh, Jake really doesn't like her. But that's for you know more selfish personal reasons. Not even Roe liked her. The only reason he married her was for the baby. Also, a lot of people have said that they don't like her because they just feel like she's not right for Roe. Nobody's outright said she's a bad person, but she's just made like some like passive aggressive comments that are not cool. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fan of her. And that is for also selfish reasons, just because I, you know, love the two main characters and want them <laughs> together. So I am definitely looking at her through the lens of she's the interloper and needs to not be around. Well, I'm sure that will happen. Yeah. Um, I, I want to jump back in. Yes, I'm, I'm ready. ready. So for those of you reading along with us, go read to chapter three and come back. Pause here. Okay, we're back. So much has happened. Okay, I want to start off by saying that at, at one point, I started to feel for Sandra. And then she, she had to go and fuck it up. Who fucking does that? So she was not answering Rose phone calls. She decided to have her ultrasound um, without him there. And then 
wasn't answering his phone calls because she's pregnant again and posted on Instagram that they were expecting twins and that's how he found out. Okay, let's back up though. So um, when we come back, uh, Nikki is pregnant again. They awkwardly, Jake and Nikki awkwardly fumbled through sex to get uh, a second baby because they both wanted another kid, but they didn't want to be together. So Nikki gets pregnant. She has a second child uh, with Jake. And then at some point during either the pregnancy or after Sam was born, uh, Sandra and Ro start trying for a second baby. But it's taken, like, I think a year or two for her to get pregnant. Like, she was putting too much stress on herself and it just wasn't happening. So I felt for her then because I feel like, you know, maybe... And maybe this is just my point of view, but it was like she knew that he was never really invested. And I know it's, he said, oh, I try, I try, I try. And that's fine. But I mean, you can tell when someone's not invested in you. And I felt like maybe so she was trying so hard to like push like this, this next baby will fix it. And she just wasn't getting pregnant. So finally, when she does get pregnant, I agree with you that it was a fucked up thing that she did. Also... Her husband cheated on her, though. Like, I felt for Sandra. I hate cheating. And they hooked up. Like, hooked up, hooked up. I mean, I get it. It was, like, adrenaline. And, like, you know, they had gotten into a really bad um, situation with the Coast Guard. Uh, They went to film. And then there was, like, this drug smuggling thing. And a boat caught on fire. And Jake and Roe got hurt. And so it was, like... You know, their big moment, and I mean, happy it happened, but, you know, Roe cheated. And then they agree that, you know, Roe's not the kind of guy to just cheat on his wife and have an affair or just divorce her because he doesn't want to be away from his kid. And so they just kind of like, it just, you know, they agree to ignore it, I guess. Yeah, so they confess their feelings for each other. And then decided that they were just going to go on about life business as usual, um, which Roe was really struggling with. And then Sandra became pregnant and now it's fucking twins. And she didn't tell him. I Fuck her. I was feeling for her. She got cheated on. You know, her husband's not really in it. She's trying to baby trap him. It's not working. Like, blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, like... You know, and maybe she's just introverted. She hasn't felt welcomed, um, which she's not introverted. Actually, that's been said. She just hasn't felt welcomed, like, around his friends and yada, yada, yada. And, like, I started to feel for her. And then she had to be a bitch. Like, who does that? I feel like she definitely did the blind side on purpose. And I think a lot of the things that she does and says, I feel like, are, like, specifically to get under like undermine the friendship yeah like i mean and maybe it's just like i said when you read something obviously you're reading with your own feelings and thought processes and stuff like that but in my opinion it seems like everything she does from you know the the twins pregnancy and the getting under jake's skin like at the game show last book and all of that it all seems like it's it's her way of like needling Roe and Jake apart. Yeah, and she, like, is not even subtle about it either. Like, she told Roe, 
like maybe I am testing you. Yeah. And I I don't know. I just I felt for her until she did that and now I don't feel for her anymore. No, she sucks. <laughs> yeah. All right. I am ready to dive back in. I want to finish off this series. I, I know things are going to come to a head very soon, obviously, because we only have, you know, half the book left. But I'm excited. Yeah, she's going to start popping on. Also, I do love that they are having so many babies. Like, by the time they're done, there's going to be at least, at least five children involved. And... It's going to be so cute watching them just, like, be dads together, together, together. Yeah. I'm excited. I have no idea how it's going to play out. Uh, I don't know. All right. We'll have to see. Are we ready? Yeah. For those of you reading along, go ahead, go to the end of the book and come back. Pause here. Okay, we're back. Oh, my God. It ended so fucking amazing. Courtney's a slut for an epilogue. If you want a good epilogue judge, it's Courtney. Yes. I even am, um, I downloaded the, or I went to the the thing to get the the extra epilogue. You know, the honeymoon. Yeah, I haven't read it, but I went to go um, download it. Uh, Because I'm a slut for an extended epilogue for damn sure. Oh my God. It was so amazing. I really loved this book. I mean, Carrie D, you can't really go wrong, especially her male-male romances. They're amazing. But, yeah, they got married, and it was, like, years down the road. Uh, What was it? Nikki ended up getting married to her much older boyfriend which i think he was mentioned in the kamasia cove too probably that from what i understand there's a ton of crossover every character that was mentioned that had their own book was at the end i looked through all of them i've read i think two of the four or five people that were mentioned i've read two of the books so i read out uh which is the um that that couple that with the male model and he wanted um he wanted a threesome or whatever a foursome he was at the home um, party and he was married oh yeah 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 uh so i've read that one uh they have a, there's a second book with that couple too but i haven't read that one and then obviously i've read the game series which was greer's family they have two books i hear a lot about um gray cuz i'm in her book group her facebook group and i hear a lot about gray i just haven't read his book yet i think oh i'm i'm probably wrong hold on let me double check because i want to say i think he's from the auction series but i could be wrong um it will tell you hold on this is the second one yeah it's auctioned so gray is the one that was at the inn when they went to go visit the rock star yeah Uh, he's the one that was like I need to subtly ask for an autograph. <laughs> yeah, don't don't spoil okay. anything. But um, yeah, there's there's a ton of crossover in these these books. That was really cool. It the book they were just great. Um, Cara D has so many books that I'm nowhere near um, having read all of them, but I do love her as an author. She's incredibly talented. 
so amazing. I cannot put into words how much I get. I get so excited whenever Carrie D has a book out. Yeah, that's. I, I can't really say anything else about it. I loved it. Um, if you haven't read it and you're just hearing the read along, go read this book. Yeah, it, and so I don't even remember where we left off at our last stopping point, but essentially uh, Sandra can- got postpartum depression and did not bond with their twins and it put even more of a strain on their already strained marriage. Um, He waited until she started to come out of depression, left her and got with Jake and they ended up getting married and living happily ever after. Yeah. Well, they also had a two year affair during that time. Um, That's true. They, I think it was, yeah, they got together, but he couldn't leave Sandra because A, he didn't want to leave the kids with her, especially the twins, and B, she just, she wasn't doing well, and he felt so guilty about the fact that he had cheated on her um, before, that he kind of felt like he was like, I can't call her out on anything she's doing, and I can't leave, because, you know, what kind of asshole leaves a woman with postpartum depression? Yeah, it all worked out though. It was very good. I it, I didn't feel like gut wrenched though. No, no, I was really expecting a lot more angst. This was more just like the sadness for the situation. Yeah, in, in I, I will say our next episode is going to be Megan Brandy, and she usually manages to get a reaction out of me. She is good at that. Yeah, our next episode is going to be Tempting Little Thief by Megan Brandy. So so if you are interested in hearing us do that book, make sure you stick around for next week. Keep listening. All right, thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.